welcome in December 11th, 2020, and we are headed into the week 14 of the NFL season. Uh, this is getting to the end. Uh, not too much left. The playoff picture is starting to show itself, and we've got some good games and some interesting games, I guess you could say. Uh, some pretty interesting matchups. The Chiefs-Dolphins one, I think, could be intriguing. Um, the Saints at the Eagles will be interesting with Jalen Hurts starting off uh, and play some Carson Wentz. And Washington at 49ers, I think, is a lot more intriguing than people think with Antonio Gibson out. So, uh, yeah. Let's jump right into it with our first game. Packers at Lions. The Lions are getting 7.5. Over-under is 55. We both got Packers and over. I don't think this is too much of a surprise, but uh, you think the Lions can... 7.5 is a lot. It it is. And Kenny Galladay is, uh, I think, going to be back. I think he's expected to be back. He didn't practice Wednesday, but I think he's expected back. This is the most recent news. So that could... That's the only reason I picked over. Um... But I think uh, I think the Packers do win handily. I think it's at least a ten. Po- I think it's gonna be right at ten points actually. Uh, if it were six and a half, I'd feel I'd, it would be my lock for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the Lions could keep it close with Galladay in the game again. Um, that and DeAndre Swift, you know, playing well. I don't think they've had both of them, you know, shining at the same time the whole year. I could be wrong. I don't think they've both been healthy um, at the same time. Uh, so DeAndre Swift is questionable with an illness. Um, Matt Stafford oh God, really? <laughs> is questionable with a thumb, and Kenny Galladay is questionable with a hip. Yeah, Galladay just, and Stafford. Just to name the playing. few that you've talked about, there's also several others that are injured. Yeah, but but Galladay and, and Stafford are definitely playing. I, I, I mean, uh, Swift I, I didn't know about, but that's you know, these teams have a hundred players on, you know as questionable up until the game day it's, it's, it's bs uh, but no i'm sticking with packers and over uh, i think it's a 10 point game i think it's pretty high high scoring uh i think it's like uh and i would say i think packers get 35 points yeah i would be I surprised really they haven't been taking their yeah. foot off the gas when, i mean because their offense just keeps going and i i don't blame them i mean their defense is not to be trusted so you kind of have to yeah i think 35 24 is very very reasonable yeah, you know what? I I feel like I'm gonna go ahead and make this my lock. I feel. All right, then. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna make it my lock so far. I'm not, I I reserve the right to change it later if uh, nope. I become fickle. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, they don't. Uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and lock that in. Uh, let's move on right. to Titans at Jags for a divisional game. The Jags are getting seven and a half also, and the over under is fifty two. Uh, no surprise, we both took Titans and over on this one. I actually, this took me a little bit of time. I wavered on this one. Seven and a half is a lot. I think the Titans will definitely win. But the Jags, the Jags have been playing teams kind of tough. They have. They have. I, I was a little torn on this as well. Um, again, being that seven and a half. Uh, but I think the Titans kind of got the... Uh, did they get trashed last week? Or well, they came back from being trashed. Last they came week. back, yeah. They were getting uh, and made it made time. it manageable. But yeah, but so they Browns got took their foot off the gas too. Yeah, they, absolutely. And so that's the thing that I was thinking. So the Browns pretty much walloped the Titans, but two weeks ago the Browns just barely beat the Jags by two points, and then last week 
they barely lost to the Vikings by three points. I don't. I, I mean, Mike Glennon is actually, I think, kind of helping them. I mean, they don't, they only lost to the Packers by four. You know, four weeks before, you know, three weeks before that. So they've been playing a lot of close games. The seven and a half actually makes me really uncomfortable. Um, I think I would. I, the only reason I I went Titans was because they I felt like they did get embarrassed last week and they don't want to let that happen again. Derrick Henry had a terrible game. I don't see that happening twice in a row. Um, and the Jacks play at home, which normally isn't a thing, but in Jacksonville, everything's legal. So you can definitely go to the the games. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry's going to have a big game. In fact, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'd put money on on uh, on Henry's game this week. I really would. You know, hundred plus yards or something like that. But uh, now he's going to he's going to go off. He got embarrassed, and, and that won't happen against the Jags. Although the Jags have been playing well, I yeah. don't think uh, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the the Titans' anger and their desire to catch back up with the Colts. Yeah. Uh, or actually, they overtake the Colts yeah. in the uh, playoff series. Yeah, I don't trust. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet this game just because the Jags are kind of a wild card uh, late in the season right now. But I'm going to take Titans over today. Uh, let's move to the toilet bowl: Cowboys at Bengals. The Bengals are getting three and a half. The over under is forty two and a half. I have Cowboys and over. You have Cowboys and under. And that's not. I mean, I don't like taking the Cowboys in anything usually, but against the Bengals without Burrow. I mean, I know the Cowboys can put up points. Uh, Dalton's playing well. Amari Cooper's playing well. Zeke has been serviceable. So they can put up points, but their defense is terrible. Uh, the Bengals really kind of struggle to put up any points, uh, but they are de- they have, they're good against the run. So I think the Cowboys put up a ton of points I think this kind of goes back and forth and that's why I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than 42 42 and a half is pretty low it is and this is I don't know if I want to call it a revenge game for Dalton but he is famous you know facing his old team mm-hmm. um, and he's going to want to play his best he's going to be playing in Cincinnati um, however that also means the Bengals know his weaknesses <laughs> really well Um but I think that uh, I think this is going to be. I would almost make it my lock because I think that I don't trust the Bengals' offense anymore. Mixon's still out; their quarterback's awful. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins is really good, but there's only so much that dude can do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think this is going to be. I think it's going to be under. I think this is going to be like. I think this is going to be like twenty-four to you know ten. Uh, I think it's going to be a real low-scoring game. Okay, I, I very much disagree with that, but uh, good. Yeah, I, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's. I don't. I don't see how either defense stops either offense. So, uh, as bad as the Bengals' offense is, the Cowboys' defense is probably worse. Even though they're paid to be a lot better, I just don't see them stopping them. Uh, next game is Cardinals at Giants. The Giants are getting two and a half. The over under is forty five. I took Giants and under, you took Giants and over. I was really hoping you would take the Cardinals on this one. Um, I would have taken the Giants to win, but the fact that they also get two and a half, I like. The Giants defense has been playing well. They've been running the ball really well. Uh, Daniel Jones is expected to be back. He's questionable right now, but he did practice. And so I think he will play. And having his mobility makes a big difference. I think the Giants are really poised to do well going into the playoffs. 
Uh, yes, I, I think they are. And, um, you know, the Cardinals, I, I want to say the Cardinals are going to come back and win. I was tempted to think, all right, you're, you can only hold D-Hop back for so long. Um, I don't know that they have a corner that can hold down D-Hop. Um, oh, yeah, Bradbury, Bradbury's been playing out of his mind this year. He has, but D-Hop, man. <laughs> like, but, no, I, 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 yeah, I just I can't doubt this the Giants defense and then and then yeah with their quarterback back you know they've been playing well without uh now they've got him back and and Wayne Gallman's on a roll um Evan Ingram I believe is healthy again uh so yeah so uh no it should be and Cardinals defense is so bad like I, I almost I almost made this my lock you know but uh no the Giants are gonna win I think it's gonna be over I think the Giants put up uh you know not not like massively over, but again like uh, twenty seven to twenty four kind of a game. I don't. I uh, I just don't see that. I I think it'll be a twenty one to seventeen game because I don't. Because uh, not only is James Bradbury been playing out of his mind this year, they that entire secondary they still have Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan back there, and uh, they're going to be under pressure the entire time. Leonard Williams now that he's with the Giants instead of the Jets has been having a great season. They still have Dexter Lawrence. Uh, Blake Martinez has been a tackling machine. Uh, their defense has been really, really good, and now they—I think they get Xavier McKinney back too, don't they? Uh, they got him back last week. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, really, it just has to do, in my mind, with Kyler Murray's shoulders is healed up enough by now that he can they can throw harder strikes because uh, he's mobile enough to offset the pass rush a little bit uh, more than a lot of other teams that have played against him. But, uh, and, you know, let some of his receivers get open. I just, you know, I still think the Giants win. I just think that they could put up more points than some of the other teams that they've played against lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I really like the Giants going forward the rest of the year and into the playoffs. I think they're going to be super talented. The Cardinals are kind of falling off. Let's go to my local game, Texans at Bears. It only happens once every eight years, and of course, the the one year the Texans come to Chicago, it's a pandemic. The Bears are getting yeah. the pair. I was going to try and go to that game. The Bears are getting a, a point and a half, and the over under is forty five and a half. Uh, we both have Texans. I have under. You have over. Where, you, where do you think those points are coming from? Is it a, a blowout by the Texans, or is it the Bears keep it close? No, no. I think the Bears can keep it close. I think. The Texans defense is just so god awful, and Allen Robinson's going to have a field day back there against uh, some of the uh, the defensive backs we're going to trot out there that I don't even want to call defensive backs. They're so bad. Uh, so yeah, I think that they're uh, the Bears. They've been putting up like what, like twenty points a game lately. With yeah, that's Trubisky? true. With Trubisky like, back, yeah, I really don't like my under now. That which is explained it. Yeah, I, I think he puts up twenty one against us, and I think. And putting 25 up against them is very doable. Um, the Bears' defense has been allowing more points than normal the last few weeks. Uh, I'm not sure if they lost some players due to injury. Uh, I really haven't cared enough about the Bears to research them much. True. <laughs> uh, but but Deshaun Watson's kind of on a roll, and uh, and no matter what he says, he does care that the Bears uh, pass on him. So uh, when he's ang- when he plays angry, he plays well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah. The thing that got me is the Bears' offense is kind of beat up. So Allen Robinson's been—he's questionable with the knee. Daryl Mooney is questionable with the personal. I don't know what that means, but he's kind of—he 
he's expected to be their next up and coming wide receiver. Um, I don't. Uh, their their starting left tackle Charles Leno could be out with a toe injury. It's just there's a lot of stuff that I don't know if they'll end up playing. I don't know. I just don't know where they're going to get their offense from. I know they've been having a lot more offense lately, and the Texans defense has been terrible. But very terrible. Yeah, very terrible. But yeah, I guess that you're probably right. You're probably right that that's where it's going to come from. Is uh, just the Texans defense just cannot stop anybody. There's no. <clears throat> The second, no. the secondary is a just a bunch of grocery baggers. So that is a good. It call. really is. I, I do like your over a lot better than my under. Um, now I set the prop bet of Deshaun Watson last week. It was the same prop bet: Deshaun Watson over under half an interception. Last week you took under. He threw an interception, mm-hmm. and and, you I, cried, and I was right. And you cried about it. Uh, I was right. You were wrong. <laughs> he threw an interception. That was a bullshit interception. And tough stuff. So this week, I'm going to give you the same one. Half interception, you've taken the over. Yeah, this week, I think he actually throws a legit a legit interception. Uh, Kiki and Chad Anson played really well last week, out of their minds, actually, uh, for any starters, not just for backups coming in and, and Chad Anson being off the street. Uh, but, uh, but they played really, really good football. Um, as we all know, a huge part of that is there was no film on them. I, I mean, they didn't know what they were going to do with them. They had to basically install a brand new offense without Will Fuller um, on the fly, and they did really well. Mm-hmm. But now there's game tape, and the Bears are also a really good defense, like the Colts, and they'll be able to adjust to what they saw last week. And uh, I think overall, the corners are playing better for the Bears. The Colts are a really good defense, but Rocky Sen has been not playing as well as normal, and. Mm-hmm. Um, one of their other guys got nicked up, and he's been playing nicked up. I'm trying to remember uh, the that other the corner Bears. they got. It's for the Colts. Um, I can't remember his name. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so I think that the, the Bears can do a little bit better job on defense uh, overall. I think the Texans, I think Watson will still play out of his mind. I just think he's going to have to run the ball a lot. I think he's going to have to to use Cooks more and, and, uh, and, and throw the ball up quite a bit, uh, and I think he's going to get picked off at least once. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll see. He's been really, really good uh, keeping the ball secure this, this, uh, well, this last half of the season. Well, see, it could, where, where I think it's going to come from, though, is Chad Hansen or, or Kiki are supposed to break one direction and do the wrong thing and break the wrong. I mean, they're, they're uh, both yeah. essentially rookies. Yeah. You know, so they could they could easily make a mistake on a route, and then that's just an easy pick. So that that's where I think that comes from. It's, just the, it's from the receiver's fault, not the quarterback. Gotcha. All right, let's move on to Broncos at Panthers. The Broncos are getting three and a half. The over-under is 46 and a half. You and I differ. I've got the Broncos and under. You've got the Panthers and under. Uh, this is a team, this is a game where it's two bad teams, but <laughs> they can do stuff. So the Broncos' offense is very not good, uh, but the Panthers' defense is struggling. They're getting better towards the end of the year, but they're still not very good. Uh, the Broncos' uh, defense is very good. The Panthers' offense has been better this year. They're not playing that great now. And uh looks like McCaffrey, who was supposed to come back this week, is probably not, not going to play. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, It's, uh, it's, it's going to be an it, ugly game, but I think that Broncos' defense has been playing really well uh, the last couple of weeks. And I feel like that alone uh, and their running game will – We'll keep them in this, and if I get three and a half, I'm going to take that. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, although, I, where I where I came up with this is just the uh, the the Panthers have a really good secondary. They're getting Dante Johnson back. Dante Dante Johnson. Deontay. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, they're getting him back this week at corner, which is huge. And then Jeremy Chen has been playing insane football lately. Um, and so I think they're gonna. I think their defense will be able to put up a fight against the Broncos offense. Uh, for sure, um, and it's probably the weakest offense they've played in a long time, outside of the Lions, who they completely shut out two weeks ago, uh, and won twenty to zero. So, um, but I mean, if you look at who they played lately, I mean, it was Vikings with uh, Dalvin Cook just on a tear, and Justin Jefferson playing out of his mind with Thielen. It was the Bucks, it was the Chiefs, uh, the Saints, and then the Falcons. Uh, the only, you know, not great. Offense they played, ladies, the Bears, and they did allow 23 points, which is a little disturbing. Um, but for the most part, they've been playing pretty steady. Um, and then their offense, I was really hoping to get McCaffrey back, but that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're good enough to to beat the Broncos. I will say, I hate the two and a half. I have three and a half. I really wish it were two and a half um, because I could see the Panthers winning by a field goal. Um, so that makes me a little bit nervous. Um, but overall, I think I think uh, the Panthers are just a better football team. Uh, I think they'll be able to overcome this uh, this defense uh, to the tune of four points. I think they can. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next game is Vikings at Bucks. The Vikings are getting six and a half. The over under is fifty two and a half. And uh, we differ on this one greatly. I have Vikings and over. You have Bucks and under. Uh, I don't think the Vikings win. But I think they do cover. Their offense has been playing very well lately. Um, Justin Jefferson is could end up winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's been amazing. He he's I he think the fourth best receiver of the year, and he's a rookie. Uh, and then also Dalvin Cook has been playing really well. And the Vikings have kind of reinvented themselves. They still hurt on defense, uh, but I think they can make up for it with with their offense being so high flying. And the Bucks, I don't trust. I think they're they're inconsistent. Um, they're not on the same page. They're coaching uh, QB. They're not on the same page, and that makes things difficult. Uh, and it also makes it – the coach wants Tom Brady to throw it down the field more, which is not Tom Brady's thing, and I think he's going to throw some picks, uh, which if the Vikings get a few defensive stops or turnovers, I think that really turns the tide for them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just uh... – my my thought process here is the Vi- I agree. I think the Vikings are underrated. I think they are a really 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 good offense. Uh, their defense is obviously really hurting, um, and I do fear how the how the Bucks are going to stop the Vikings because yeah, I mean Thielen is as great as ever this year. Justin Jefferson is unbelievable. I mean, talk about winning a trade mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with that Diggs trade. Uh, uh, and it all comes down to just what they got with that first round pick and, and Justin Jefferson. But uh, uh, my God, that was yeah. That to, was today, do you take Justin Jefferson or Stephon Diggs? Say it again. If you could, you had the choice: Stephon Diggs or Justin Jefferson. Who do you take? I'm. I mean, the thing is, you get four more picks with Justin Jefferson too. <laughs> so, so that's why I, I thought go they that just route. traded uh, a, a a first for Stephon Diggs. Again? I thought they just traded a first for Stephon Diggs. No, no, they traded. They got, uh, yeah, here it is. They got a first round pick, uh, seventh round pick, 
fifth round pick and a sixth round pick and a oh sorry 2020 seventh first fifth and sixth round pick and a 2021 fourth oh wow that's a ton yeah it is oh my god <laughs> yeah it is uh yeah i mean with that i definitely take justin jefferson but if it was straight up who would you take stefan diggs or justin jefferson I would take Justin Jefferson just due to the A's and the rookie contract. Yeah, I I would too. Uh, You know, I think Diggs is really good, but Justin Jefferson is just – he's playing next level, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd go Jefferson. And then, then, yeah, give me the the extra four picks too. Jesus, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, they they won that trade, uh, no doubt. Um, Anyway, yeah, so so in this game, yeah, I think the Bucs end up – I think Tom Brady is playing for a, a wild card spot, and I think he—I oh, yeah. think the last thing he, he wants to do is not make the wild card, um, and he's got to—he's got to win the next two games to do that. So uh, I think he's going to play with a purpose. He's going to play a little stronger. Gronk is doing really well all of a sudden. Uh, I think that they're going to—yeah, uh, I think the Bucks pull it off and win by touchdown. All right, fair enough. Uh, next game is Chiefs at Dolphins. Dolphins are getting seven points. Over under is fifteen and a half. Um, this one, we differ on this one, and I don't, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, so I've got Chiefs and under, you got Dolphins and under. So you're going to take the seven? Yeah, I'm taking the seven. I wish it were seven and a half, uh, but I'm taking the seven. At least it's not six and a half. Um, I think that the, that the Dolphins are playing better. I think they've got, uh, uh, just a lot of things coming together. I think the Chiefs, I think they're going to win. But I think they start to uh, – I think they'll – I don't know if it's taking their foot off the gas, which has never really been their thing. But it seems like they've done that like four or five games lately. Uh, and then I could see that happening again. And I could see the Dolphins getting, you know, a good fourth-quarter touchdown that brings it within the touchdown uh, because that, that defense is just so good. Um, you can only do so much against Pat Mahomes. But I think that defense could keep it closer than people expect. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think that's that's why I don't think this is an outright win, and I actually struggled with this one because I think the Dolphins' defense can significantly limit the Chiefs. Uh, I don't. I still think the Chiefs will win, though, just because if I if I've got two or I've got Pat Mahomes with a minute left, I'm I'm taking two or I'm taking uh, Mahomes. Uh, you're right, though. They have been they've been keeping all their games close. Uh, the last one. Broncos, 22-16. Bucks, 27-24. Raiders, 35-31. Panthers, 33-31. They've been playing them really close lately, and I don't I don't get that either. Um, they've, they've got kind of an interesting... So they've got the Dolphins and the Saints and the Falcons and the Chargers to kind of finish off the season. Uh, the Chargers are the only easy game. I think even the Falcons... They've been playing well, and I think that's going to be tough. I don't. They do not. The Chiefs do not have a hard out. The good news is they're eleven and one, so they've all but clinched. But they're still trying to get that first round bye. Uh, I think the Chiefs will still be able to do more than seven. I think if, if they do, it'll probably be ten points. But I don't blame you for taking the Dolphins at all on this one. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, part of it was just uh, needing to catch up with you on some of these picks, so I had to go. I had to, when I was 50-50, I had to go the other way. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's no chance of you catching up. I am, uh, I am way <laughs> ahead. Uh, then let's go to the next game, Colts at Raiders. The Raiders are getting three points. The over-under is 51. We differ on this one, too. I've got Colts and over. you got Raiders and under. 
Uh, I just don't trust the Raiders. They are spiraling, spiraling recently, and I just don't. I don't trust them. And the Colts' defense is—they're not going to let you get away with stuff. They're—they're they're a good defense. Uh, where they lack in other places, they make—I mean—they're still a good defense. Uh, they struggle against good teams like the Titans and some of the others, but they—I mean—they—they they ran with the Packers. They beat the Packers. Uh, I just think. I just think the Raiders are kind of, I don't know, I think they can win after this against the Chargers, Dolphins, and Broncos, but I think they lose against the Colts this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like uh, I, did, I didn't love this pick. Uh, I'll put it this way. Uh, but I, I feel like it's almost just a, a feeling thing that the Raiders are, the Raiders are due a, a victory against a decent team. I think they've got all the components to win these games and they've got the coach to win these games. It's, it's odd to me that they're getting beat by some of the teams that they're getting beat by. And yet, like we talked about beating the chiefs um, and, and almost beating them the second time. Uh, so I know they play out of their minds against them, but this is a, this is a top, a top defense as well, but Houston was able to, kind of give uh, a coach as good as Gruden some some bit of a roadmap towards how to, to pick apart this defense and and uh, and I think they have the players to do it um, they definitely you know they definitely have better you know receivers than uh, than some guys we pulled off the street last week uh, so I, I think they could they could put a little up uh, they have a better run game than we have even with, you know if it's just Devonte Booker um, I think they can I think they can pull it off because they're going to be playing at home uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think overall, I feel like the Raiders are due to win at home. So Josh Jacobs practiced this week and is expected. He's oh. questionable, but expected to play. Uh, gotcha. Which helps That's your – Yeah, that makes a big difference for you. The thing is, I think I think that loss to the, the Chiefs broke something. Uh, it messed up some of the wiring yeah. with him because – that was because after that they get railed by the Falcons, forty-three to six. I mean, practically shut down, and it was uglier than that score. Then they almost lose yeah. to the Jets, thirty-one to twenty-eight. There's something psychologically just not working with the Raiders right now, and the Colts are a well-coached team, and I and with that defense, I think they're gonna give them fits. I, the Raiders, I just don't. I think they're gonna struggle. I think they're gonna lose by a touchdown on this one, at least. All right. Uh, let's move on, speaking of the Jets, to the next game. Jets at Seahawks. Jets are getting 13.5, which is the most, uh, the biggest spread of the week. And the over-under is 47. Uh, you and I are pretty pretty uh, simpatico on this one. We both have Seahawks and over. The Seahawks have starting to, are starting to kind of make me nervous. For a while there, I was thinking, oh, you know right? what? These guys could be a, a Super Bowl, at least get to the Super Bowl kind of team. They, their offense was great, but they were missing defense. And then their defense started kind of stepping it up when they got they went and got Carlos Dunlap. Jamal Adams came back healthy, and they were playing well. Pete Carroll's a defensive coach. So I thought, you know what? They're starting to put things together. And then, then they get beat by the Giants last week. Granted, the Giants are a good defense, but that's a team they should have beaten. Uh, they barely beat the Eagles. They barely beat the Cardinals. They get beaten by the Rams. Uh... There's, there's beaten by the Bills. Beaten by the Bills. Uh, and walloped by the Bills, really. That was not as close of a game as, as the score says. Yeah, the score, correct. Um, yeah, I just don't – I can't figure out – I think I think Russ is just 
exhausted. I think he's just exhausted, and I don't blame him. I mean, they forced, they put everything on him. Now, Chris Carson came back last week and will probably be a little bit more useful this week. So I, I do like that they that helps. They can just run the ball and kind of keep the ball on the Jets, take a little bit off of Russ and let him rest this week. But, uh, but does still, that give him a 14-point lead running the ball? Uh, yeah, uh, probably, because I think the Seahawks' defense, they've been – They've been playing better. Um, I think they kind of rebound. This is kind of a good way to get your act back together is against this Jets team. And then the Jets had a, a heartbreak of a loss last week. So I think that's going to be kind of tough on them. I don't yeah. like it, but yep. I'm still taking the Seahawks. Yeah, no, I, that's kind of how I feel. So uh, I, I just think that Metcalf and Lockett are going to be too much to overcome, especially with a running game to balance their attack. Uh, I think that the Jets, actually, their defense kind of matches up decent. They've got a couple really good safeties back there to help out against uh, uh, Metcalf and, and, and Lockett. And then they've got uh, an inside pass rush out of Quentin Williams, who's been playing as well, maybe one of the best in the NFL this year. Um, they can kind of disrupt everything. But I just think Carson's good at running to the outside. Wilson can scramble out to the outside and, and allow the plays to develop a little bit. I, I think the Seahawks are just too much for him this week. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. So our prop bet was that the Jets would have over or under one and a half touchdowns. And you picked the over. I feel like that line's too low. I probably should have I didn't I was gonna say two, but I didn't want to I wanted to have a half in there to kinda so we didn't have a push. I feel like yeah, you don't want to push. Um, I feel like they'll probably get, they might get two touchdowns. I'm not, I don't hate the one and a half, but I think they could probably get two. No, I I jumped on this one, yeah, because I think it's two. I think it's two touchdowns and maybe a field goal. I think that's, I think that's their best case scenario in this game. Yeah. Um, but but they're I mean, they do have a couple of decent receivers. It's, it's shocking to say. Yeah. But they they do, and Donald can get the ball to to, to them, and they can. You know, maybe have some some garbage time in the fourth quarter. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think two touchdowns is realistic for the Jets. Yeah, they're 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 not as horrible and hopeless as people say. Like they could, they've got a few pieces there. They're just they're never going to win a complete game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm all right with that. Uh, let's move on to Falcons at Chargers, a match that nobody cares about. So the Chargers are getting two and a half, and the over under is forty nine and a half. I think this is going to be a fun game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, especially you know Herbert's going to want to come back after such a after getting shut out last week against the Patriots. And uh, the Falcons, uh, they've been, with Raheem Morris at interim coach, they have been playing pretty well. Uh, not winning a ton because they're still the Falcons and that's not what they do. But they still, they've been putting it up against people and... Uh, it was a close game against the Saints last week. They walloped the Raiders. Uh, they got walloped by the Saints the week before, but it's the Saints. They're really good. Uh, and so I think I think that and the Chargers, they're really good at losing close games. So I think the Falcons end up winning by a field goal. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I mean, the Falcons have been playing better than, than normal. Um but I just think the Chargers playing at home, the Falcons having to travel across the country, um, granted it'll be the beautiful weather, but <laughs> but having to travel across the country uh, to play the Chargers who were completely embarrassed last week. 
completely embarrassed by a not great team, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to play a little bit angry. And I think, I think honestly, we learned a lot about Herbert in this game. Like, can he shake it off and come back and play? Or is he going to be so utterly destroyed and by his first, like, trashing, <laughs> you know, uh, to, that, that it just breaks him. But, uh, you know, that's what you worry about with some rookie quarterbacks sometimes. And um, I think we'll learn a lot about him. But I think he comes back. And I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna put a lot on him. I think that uh, Eckler and and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. I mean, they're held down one game by an incredibly great defensive mind. But I just don't think the Falcons are as good as as the Pats at doing that. It's the only time the Chargers have been held to a low score all year. So I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll rebound, and I think they. I think they win by a field goal. Is what happens. Yeah, I. I mean, I think both these offenses can put up a lot of points. But the problem is neither has a very good defense. Now, the Falcons' defense has been getting better under Raheem Morris, and the Chargers' defense seems to be getting worse under Anthony Lynn. But I think the Falcons end up winning. I mean, both these teams are exactly the same. They, they're in a lot of close games that they lose in the last second. And I just think the Falcons will be able to, to capitalize on that. But I definitely think it's over. The under, the under from you is shocking. The Chargers, I'm not surprised. But the under, I'm I'm shocked at because both these off both these teams do not have good defenses, but have big time offenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it'll be good to watch. Uh, next one is Saints at the Eagles. The Eagles have six and a half. The over under is forty three. Uh, this will be the the starting debut for Jalen Hurts, uh, which is gonna be interesting. It's two backup quarterbacks going at each other, so. I've got Saints and under. You have Saints and over. And you've made it your lock of the week. Uh, yes. Six and a half is a lot uh, to swallow. It, it, it's a lot to swallow, but not – not. look, Jalen Hurts is still a rookie quarterback. Uh, he played half the game last week and was like 5 of 17 or something crazy like that. Um, I'm not scared at all. Uh, he's going to play a really good and improved Saints defense. Uh, Sheldon Richardson – uh, or Rankins, forget John. Uh, but if the tackle playing really well, um, and then yeah, their their corners are going to be they're they're going to be feasting. I think there's going to be some pick sixes. Um, I think that the Saints. I think this actually ends up being a destruction of the Eagles. I think the Saints win. Man, I I think they could win by by fourteen. Yeah, and that's even with a low scoring plodding down the field, Taysom Hill. Like it's not because I think the Saints put up. 50 points I think it's going to be I think this is going to be 24 to 10 okay so you think it's going to be uh, a 34 point game but you pick the over uh yeah <laughs> I don't know I guess I thought, I thought the, maybe the pick six, oh that's what I was thinking on offense I think when I was like making my pick I was like I was factoring in there might be some pick six scores okay. and I think that's why I said I'm, I'm going to have to go the over is uh, I mean, a rookie quarterback against a really good defense is, is tough. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be twenty four to thirteen, probably somewhere around there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't All think right. it'll be much. It'll just be interesting to see what Jalen Hurts can do in the starting position. But I think the Saints are pretty much. They're 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 locked in focus for the remaining of season season. They're ready for the playoffs. Let's move Absolutely. to Washington at 49ers. Washington football team's getting three points. The over-under is 
Uh, we differ on this one. We both have under, but I have the 49ers and you have the Washington football team. Uh, yeah. I debated on this. I've liked the Washington football team the last couple of weeks, uh, and it's wor- worked out well for me. But the 49ers are starting to kind of get a lot of their healthy guys back, and Washington just lost Aaron Gibson. Uh, uh, not Aaron Gibson, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. With the toe issue. So even if he is healthy, he's not going to be able to run the same, and he could be gone the rest of the season. So that's huge. That's huge for them because that's where a lot of their points were coming from. I mean, they, a lot of it was based off of the run. And so I think Richard Sherman sits on – uh, McLaurin and I, I, that defense is still pretty good. Uh, I think I'm going to take, I'm taking the 49ers, but I think this is a low scoring game because I don't think either offense is going to do very well, and they're two very good defenses. Uh, agree, I agree. And there's going to be uh, the thing is I think that uh, I think the backup running back in McKissick in Washington uh, isn't bad. I think he's been playing pretty well. Um, and then Alex Smith, to me, has been the difference maker for the Washington football team. Agreed. Uh, who is still playing. And uh, they've got that uh, Logan. Logan Ryan. Logan Thomas. Uh, Logan Ryan. Logan Thomas, yeah. Uh, who's uh, Who's been playing really well mm-hmm. uh, for them in the, in the receiving game. Um, I think that uh, – I don't love it. This is not – this would never be my lock of the week. Um, but I think I think the Washington football team is really trying to get in the playoffs, and they're obviously like what a game behind New York. Um, yeah, I think they can so do it. Off. Yeah, and and the I mean the 49ers, um, so they got destroyed by the Packers, destroyed by the Saints. They got some players back. They barely beat the very weird Rams, who are sometimes good, sometimes terrible, uh, by a field goal. Then they got rocked by the Bills, uh, ten point game, but it was worse than the score looked. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't see. I, I, I don't know that the that Mullins uh, is going to have a good game against the Washington front four. That that's where a lot of it comes down to it yeah. for me. Is I think they could really just really rattle him, and uh, it's got to be one of the better front fours he's played. Um, it's probably I mean, the Aaron best Donald, front four in the offense or in the NFL. Like that in front NFL, four is yeah, probably yeah, the best. Sure. I, I, that is, they're a nasty crew. Yeah, and 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 I just I, I don't see how they put up a lot of points, you know, because Mullins has been doing pretty decent in the passing game the last three weeks. Yeah. He's been he's been throwing the putting the ball in the air more than they typically do as a team. And uh, with Kittle still gone, uh, I, yeah, I don't think they can do that in this uh, this week. So. Yeah, that's why I went with Washington football team. But I think this is actually this is hard to say, but this might be an interesting game to watch. I, I agree. Too. Yeah, I do want to watch that game. I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm not opposed to watching good defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't, me. but I don't mind it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, to what you were saying earlier, the Giants are in first place in the division, but they the record is tied at five and seven. Uh, so. Okay, tied. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, right there. Yeah, they they could. And the Giants play the Cardinals this week, so this could be this could be a two game swing for both teams. So it's it's a right. big week for that division. Uh, yeah, it really is. Let's move to the Sunday night game, which looks like it's going to be fantastic, and that is Steelers at Bills. The Steelers are getting a measly one and a half points, and the over under is forty eight. Uh, we differ on this one. I took Bills and over. You took Steelers and over. Uh, we both agree that it will be a high scoring game, but. You've got the Steelers on this one, coming off of a loss. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, uh, the Steelers, they've been, I, I, I preached the whole season that they were kind of a pretender um, for their score. Not, not as a bad team, but, but for, I mean, for their record, I mean. Uh, they just they barely beat bad teams throughout the whole season. They play down to the level that they're playing against. But the Bills had a monster game last week. Um, I just uh, and they're playing at home, so I mean, I I want to go Bills, I really do, but I just think that the Steelers. I don't know. I think I think that Tomlin's going to find a way to surprise a lot of people. Um, I think they're pretty good at containing mobile quarterbacks. That's one of their few things they do well, with it, despite their linebackers being hurt, uh, a couple of them. And uh, and I think they're able to force Josh Allen to just throw, which he did last week amazingly. Um, but uh, but I think the Steelers uh, they'll have some wrinkles up their sleeve or, with uh, with some wrinkles up their and, sleeve. Yeah, yeah, I caught it in the mid sentence. My analogies got mixed up there. Uh, so, uh, uh, but, uh, no, I think the Steelers, I think they play well. I, I think they play well. Uh, since it's only a one-and-a-half-point game, I'm going with the Steelers. If it had been three-and-a-half points, I think I'd have had to go Bills for sure. So I think the Bills outright win this one. Uh, they're at home, and the Steelers this year have lost Devin White, and they just lost Bud Dupree. That makes it difficult because really what's kept the Steelers in, in their games has mostly been their defense. And now when two of those uh, cornerstones are out, that makes things a lot more difficult to, to, to A, stop the run, and B, to, to bring the pass rush. And I think if uh, Josh Allen is comfortable in the pocket, he becomes very dangerous. Uh, I also think the biggest weakness for the Bills' defense is that you could run on them. The problem with the Steelers' offense is they haven't been able to run the ball against anybody. They've been really bad against the run, and I think this is just a, I think this is a bad matchup for the Steelers. And I think the Bills are just a better team. I think the Steelers are kind of, kind of phonies, and so I think the Bills outright win. And if I get a point and a half on top of that, all the better. All right. Well, Miko has something to say about that, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, that's definitely a game I would be tuning in for for sure. Agreed. Uh, the next one is intriguing to me, too. It's not like it's two great teams, but it's Ravens at Browns. Browns are getting two points. The over-under is 47. Uh, I've got Browns and under. You've got Browns and over. We both feel good about the Browns on this one. Uh, I Honestly, the over-under, I don't know which way this game is going to go. I, with these two teams, I have no clue. They're, they've been such a roller coaster this year. Um, I... I I go under because I think the Ravens are going to struggle. Uh, they, they're missing their left tackle and their left guard. And they're going to have Miles Garrett, who's been playing out of his mind, coming after him. And I think it's going to give them a, a lot of issues. They've got a pretty good defense. They're a little weak on the secondary. But the Browns' defense has been playing well, and they've been able to run on just about everybody. And if you can keep Baker Mayfield to about 20 passes a game, which I I think they, it, they kind of play the same game as the Ravens. The Ravens aren't good at coming back because they really don't want Lamar Jackson throwing that much. And I feel like Baker's kind of in the same spot. He's got a little bit of, uh, got a little bit of confidence going. And I think the Browns are just a better team. I think they are this year too. And, and the Browns are playing hard for that wild card spot. They've got the, the fifth seed or fifth spot right now, I guess in the, in the playoffs. So the first wild card spot, but they're one game back is the Dolphins and the Colts. And then two game backs are the, is the Raiders. Raiders play the Colts, 
So one of them is going to be a little bit closer to the Browns this week. Um, and if it's the Colts, they'll, they'll, they could overtake them if the Browns were to lose. So um, that's the thing. I really the Browns that, can still win this division. They're nine and three. The Steelers are eleven and one. If they this, could, if yeah. the, this is yeah, a huge sure. two game swing. If the Browns win, the Steelers lose. The Steelers are eleven and two. The Browns are ten and three. Ten and ten and three. Yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah, that's no. a huge deal. And I'll have to go look because I think the I think they play each other again, which would be pretty big. Yeah, is it the last game of the season? I think so. I say. Yep, yeah, the last 17. game of the season they play. So after the Ravens, the Browns play the Giants. Now that's going to be a tough game. Don't, don't let anyone fool you. That's going to be a tough one for the Browns. I don't know if they win that one. But then they have the Jets. Yeah. If they're able to make it through these, through this week and next week, they have the Jets. It should be an easy warm up, and then they have the Steelers, which could be. I mean, that could decide the division, and that would be huge if the Steelers beat or the Browns beat the Steelers to win the division. Uh, now, yeah, because the Steelers play the Bengals and they're going to get an easy win, but then they play the Colts. Yeah. So, yeah, they can very well. Yeah, it could come down to that game for sure. Yeah, so this could be – this is going to be a, a really interesting uh, division to see who, who ends up – I mean, if the Browns won the division, that would be – I'm pulling for the Browns. I mean, the Steelers have a good organization, but, man, it would be nice to see the Browns do something like that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it would be, yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be cool to see. I, I always root for the underdog. I can't help it, and they were underdogs for so long. Mm-hmm. I, I find it hard to root against them, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, tell me this: so in the AFC, the Colts and Titans are both eight and four. The Browns, Steelers, we just talked about them. The Chiefs are eleven and one. Yeah. The Raiders are seven and five. The Bills are nine and three. The Dolphins are eight and four. Who who do you got winning the divisions? And then who do you have your two playoff teams as? Oh, man. Uh, so, AFC, I mean, the Chiefs AFC, are winning. AFC East. Okay, so Chiefs are winning that division. The Chiefs are winning their division. Do you see a wild card um, coming out of that division? Do you see it being the Raiders? Uh, no. No, okay. I think the Chiefs are too far ahead. I agree. They're four games up. In fact, I think it's done, isn't it? I, I, there's no, no Raiders are 7-5. Yeah, no, Chiefs and Clinch. Chiefs have clinched the division, but the Raiders could still win a wild card. Now, yeah, a wild card. But you you asked who the division winners are first. Okay, so, so division the, winners: Chiefs, Chiefs clinched. Uh, AFC East: Bills or Dolphins? I think it's going to be Bills. I think so too. I think it's going to be Bills. I think so too. Uh, AFC South: Titans or Colts? Oh, oh man, I, know. I don't know. I, I it's a crapshoot. Um, it's a crapshoot right now. I think it's going to be Titans. I think so too. Uh, AFC North Steelers or Browns? Uh, man, I think it's. I, don't know. I know. I know. It's really going to depend on what happens this week, but okay. uh, I, I think the Steelers. I think they'll end up winning. Okay. Uh, who are the Browns? Your, choke, man. Who are your two wild card teams? Uh, I think it'll end up being the Browns, and then either the Colts or Titans. Okay, so you don't think, think the Dolphins think will be able to? You don't yeah. think the Dolphins will be able to do it? No, I, I don't think they ever take one of those two. Okay, fair enough. The thing is, the Dolphins have a tiebreaker over the Colts, um, so it could be the Dolphins. But I think that uh, oh, I don't know that that is a tough one. Um, the way it is right now, Browns Dolphins could be it. We could be looking at it already. Yeah. Uh, but I think the, I think the Colts could overtake the Dolphins though. I think that's the most realistic scenario. Okay. 
Um, let's look at the NFC. Okay, so NFC East. Who G- Giants or Washington? Who do you have winning that division? Although the, I think Man. the Eagles still could. If they're, the Eagles and the Cowboys at three and eight, three and nine, three eight and one, and three and nine are still in contention. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so hilarious. Uh, there's a three win team in contention in Week 14. Uh, there, there's gonna, oh I mean, God. there's very likely that a losing team makes the playoffs. Oh no, it's almost a guarantee. Uh, it's almost a guarantee. Um, yeah, I think that the Giants' defense is just playing so strong. I don't. The Washington football team, though. It, do you know? Do we know Antonio Gibson's coming back? Is, is was that a season ender, or was it at a like a week or two? It's like it's several season. It's several weeks. So if it's a re, it's so a regular season ender, most likely. But if he does come back with that kind of toe injury, he probably won't be able to run the same. So he'll, it'll be a diminished version of himself. Okay, so yeah, so then yeah, unlikely to play, not practicing this week. Yeah, it's oof. So yeah, uh, I I would say because that's a big difference maker for them is is his playing or not. So I because he's hurt, I would say the Giants. I agree. I think I think if all things have been equal and he was still healthy, I think that they could overtake him. But I think the Giants could end up winning now. Agreed. All right, NFC West: Rams, Seahawks. Uh, I'll I'll let you know their their. Uh... The record: Rams nine and four, Seahawks eight and four, Cardinals six and six, 49ers five and seven. Yeah, thank you. The 49ers are cards. Uh, the Rams are just so confusing of a football team. Um, <laughs> the Rams. Uh, let's see, who, who do they have left to play this year? They've got the Jets and the Jets and Seahawks, and then the Cardinals. They'll beat the Cardinals and Jets, Seahawks. It's not the last game of the year, but it's close. It's right after Christmas, so that could that could potentially decide the division. Um, I think the Rams. I think the Rams end up pulling it off. They're just playing too strong this, at the end of the season. I agree. Uh, NFC North: Packers nine and three, Vikings six and six, Bears Packers nine, yeah. for sure. Okay. Uh, NFC South: Saints ten and two, Buccaneers seven and five, Falcons four and eight, Panthers four and eight. Uh, Saints have already clinched. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Who do you see the, uh, the two wild cards being? Ooh. So, I mean, the Vikings are playing strong lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, their offense has gotten a lot better, so they have a chance to come up. And the Bucks are just Bucks don't know what they are. The Seahawks are really confusing and don't know what they are. Yeah. Um. So, man, I think the Seahawks are going to get knocked out of it over the next few weeks. I think they could. They're just, I mean, Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson, so he could come back and play all-star level. Um, but they, and, and Chris Carson's back, so that could be what they needed to change that team. But uh, I think the Bucks make it. I think Tom Brady's going to play out of his mind the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they could lose this week. They're playing, who are they? Playing, uh, the, the Bucks or Vikings? the Seahawks? The Bucks. They're playing the Vikings, right? Uh, the Bucks are playing the Vikings, correct. So that'll probably determine. I think it'll be the Seahawks and whoever wins this game this week. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be Seahawks and Vikings. Or, I'm sorry, Seahawks and Bucks. That's who I think it'll yeah. end up being. I don't, I don't feel confident about the Bucks going into the playoffs, but I think that's who it'll end up being. Yeah, uh, I mean, if the Vikings can beat the Bucks this week, though, that would then be it may be clear, clear sales. Yeah. Clear, clear would, skies, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 
All right, well, that's going to cover everything for week 14. We will come back on Monday to see how well we did. Uh, we'll see you then. All right.